Hello everyone, it's the Cruising Podcast. We're back with a new episode. Uh, I think the main things I want to talk about. Last night we saw we saw uh, Scoob and uh, the Scooby-Doo movie on uh, HBO Max. We saw Fantastic Four, the twenty the twenty fifteen uh, Fantastic Four, uh, directed by Josh Trank with Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, it had been some time for me. Since I had seen it, I think that was the first time you saw it, right? So I, I, we can talk about that one briefly. Uh, but the main thing we uh, did want to talk about that we saw over the weekend <laughs> was uh, the Hamilton uh, Broadway yeah. show on Disney Plus. Which, by the way, I mean, Disney Plus got 500 plus million new subscribers just for Hamilton, which is insane. Uh, Hamilton's a huge Broadway show. We saw it over the weekend and. We have some thoughts on it. It was really interesting. So, I mean, I guess, is there any, was there any news or anything that we missed out on? Well, Tron 3 is in development yes. as well. Um, Tron Finally. 3 Shit. is happening, so, you know, reportedly uh, with Jared Leto. And uh, they're trying to get uh, Joseph Krasinski. Yeah, that, the guy who did the first one. He did, the, the, the he did Tron Legacy back in uh, 2010, 10 years ago, which is crazy. And they want to get uh, Daft Punk back uh, to score, which I think is amazing. I mean, Daft to. Punk hasn't done any new music since Random Access Memories. And no, that was, uh, no, yeah, yeah. That well, was I think one and did like worked on some songs in Climax. Yeah, but one of them. Th- them but it as wasn't a both. group, yeah, them as a group, they haven't done um, anything. I think since Random Access Memories, which was what 2012. I think 2013. 2013, which I mean, I think it won Grammy for best album album of the year. Yeah, of course. that album is amazing. Yeah. Uh, to this day, every once in a while, we still listen to it, and what they did with that album was amazing. So, people were more excited about the fact of them possibly coming back to record something. Yeah, because for Tron, that music was amazing in Tron. Yeah, they did great. Tron Legacy that did have some issues, you know. Uh, it wasn't bad. I mean... It could have been better, obviously. considering, but I think uh, right now with the technology where it's at and everything, I think they can do some really, really cool yeah. stuff. Really cool stuff. Uh, uh, Jared Leto, I can see Jared Leto in a Tron movie. That would be interesting. People are not, like, too excited about it, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I could, you know, all Joker aside, you know, with uh, Suicide Squad and stuff. I Jared Leto's a good actor, you know, and uh, he was really good in Blade Runner, you know. Yeah, he was cool. Uh, I would, I would, I'm interested. Him in Tron, I think. I, th- I don't he know. He might what be it, a villain. Yeah, maybe he'll be like a villain or something. Uh, but I can see because him. Because I, I read, a, I don't know if it was true or not, but supposedly they wanted like the old cast back. I could. I like I like the Jared Leto uh, idea. I love the fact that they're trying to bring back Daft Punk and the same director. I don't know who's writing it, though. Um, yeah, I don't know, but there's a script done. Because it would be a show. And yeah, they, that, that, they said no. That's what I'm confused about. There was a show at first pitched for Disney+. Plus. But I guess something a show, that let's do a good movie. But isn't, there, isn't the script done for the movie? So, like, they pitched it. I, I, I read up, supposedly, that said the script is really good. That's what I'm saying. So, so was it, know. is there two different ideas or Maybe. was it at first pitched as a show, then a movie now? Maybe. Or, it could have just been that. You know. Let's wait and see. I mean, I, I really hope they, because Tron, I like Tron. Yeah, Tron like, is uh, such a great IP. And, and I think no it would. No one uses uh, it. 
I think it would make a lot of sense, especially with... Uh, Man, the way movies are now, like, they can do something yeah. really cool. Yeah, with the technology. Because look at the, the Mandalorian with the screen. Yeah, they use those 360. I mean, they can do some great stuff. Because the movie looked great back in 2010, considering the, te- the technology yeah, at the like time. The, so imagine now. Like, the thing with Jeff Bridges, like, as young, that was pretty yeah, that impressive. Yeah, the v- very first, around the first stages of de-aging. That was impressive. I mean, that... that and look at look at where it is now you know i would i i i, I mean we've been wanting a tron sequel for been a waiting. long time when i heard about disney declining a sh- tv series i was show. really upset but if there's a movie i can i can roll with that too yeah um, and it's, i think it's like a sequel supposedly too it's yeah yeah it's tron 3 they're labeling as tron 3 um let's see i hope there's like a full confirmation on it that it's happening Hopefully. you know um Right now, we probably won't hear anything. But I love the idea of Tron. I think Tron would be... It, it needs to come back. It's such a cool IP. Yeah. It's a great story. Either, and with the technology it, where it's some, at. Like, uh, like shows, you can do a lot of you can, cool They can stuff. do anything. And I like the idea of a movie. It, it's time. And plus, they have their new ride. I yeah, mean, that, so. it, it makes sense. Disney right now, uh, they have that Tron ride. They have one open in Japan. Uh, they're working on the one now in Magic Kingdom here uh, in uh, Orlando. It, it makes sense, you they know. You, by the time the ride is done, maybe get the movie announced. It make it flows, you know. I think that would be great, man. Tron is such a cool story. Oh, Daft Punk and with the score. Daft Punk did. I mean, that was one of the highlights of Tron Legacy. The score, you know. Yeah. You know, acting aside, you know, maybe. It was it was definitely lacking some things. I I rewatched some of it uh, not too long ago. I feel like the the like the action could have been better. Yeah. And, you know, there things that could be fixed. You know, but it deserves it's it's long overdue. You know, Tron Three news is honestly pretty awesome. I'm really hoping it happens. I really hope so. Today I was telling you when uh, you know we were just there at the house and I was like, man, like I just feel like going to the movies. You know, it's kind of weird, like. I, I it kind of hit me. I was like, I'm kind of used to this routine already of where there's nothing, there's nowhere to really like go. Or you can't go to the movies. I'm yeah. so you know, we were used to go to the movies like three times a week at points, you know, and now it's like, man, like it kind of hit me. I was like, damn, I haven't gone to the movies in a while. Like, I, I'm kind of just feel like going to the movies, I, like just going and, somewhere. And this year was such a good year for movies. Yeah, you know, now Tenet, had. Quiet Place, James Bond, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman right Top Gun, and then Tenet. Tenet, uh, Fast and the Furious. Well, yeah, that's a big. Like that's that. a big. Yeah, that's a big blockbuster. I'm talking about good movies, not like. Yeah, but it's ones. a big blockbuster. We have. But to still, throw but it in those there. are like five movies right there that we would have already had. Yeah, it's a lot. Now it's a lot. we don't know. And not including now in the holidays, you know, Dune. Uh, there's some good amount of stuff. Um. So I don't know. I don't know what was that? I think only doing. I think that was the last big one. Maybe, maybe, and it sucks because yeah, it kind of hit me today. I don't know what happened. I was just like, I was like, man, I feel like going to the movies. Like it just feels like such a weird thing to think about. I was like, man, I haven't gone to the movies. Like this is just like, we've been so used to this routine of like, be careful where you go. You can't really go anywhere publicly nope. like that. Uh, if you do, it's like make sure there's it's very you know limited capacity. I was like, man, like. I just feel like going to the movies, you know. It kind of hit me today. I was like, damn, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Where I had that moment of I'm so used to it that I forgot that 
I was able to go to the movies whenever I wanted or something. I don't know. It's really weird. But let's see, you know, because I saw with Tenet now, there was an article that came out that Christopher Nolan, does. he's trying to hold that release date. He doesn't want to delay it anymore out of just to have good in good faith for movie theaters. He's really trying to just, like, make a stand so that to give, you know, just, I guess to and keep people movie, hopeful. Well, the movie needs to make $500 million. Yeah. In order for it to be, like, it didn't flop. Yeah. That's not going to happen now. No one's going to the movies. If theaters even do open, they won't be at full capacity, you know? Yeah. And I, I respect... I, I, I get what he's trying to do. I, I, I'm i not those people... There's a lot of people that are trying to, like, give him, like, shit, shit for, for it. it. Like, oh, you're just so caught up in your own... I get it, man. Like, he's just trying to not give up if hope for If he pushes back theaters. Tenet, that's the end of the movies. There's no point in reopening the theaters Yeah, now. because everything is pushed back. To end of year. Yeah. Uh, and theaters can't wait until end of year to open. Yeah, you know, so that, that as that's AMC is basically not doing well. Yeah, a lot. You know, the theaters are in a tough spot right now, and I get it. I, I respect him for just trying to, out of good faith, he's just trying to keep it hopeful for movie theaters, and not give up right away. Yeah, you know, because. But let's see, man. Let's see what happens. But I respect it. I respect it. It's a tough. I I don't see it as him just being arrogant and just like my movie needs to be in theaters. I nah. think it's just more out of respect for movie theaters because he's always loved the idea of movie theaters. He, he you know because especially now people are going all in on this whole digital. Yeah, type. that's what I I read some comments and people were like, oh, just release it on on demand and then, you know, when everything comes back to normal. Release it in theaters again. It's it's not gonna work, man. I don't want to see Tenet at home. It's not meant to be seen. I, I you know it's nobody's fault, but. Let's just just gotta wait it out. Let's see, you know. But in the meantime, we've just been streaming, uh, trying to watch some movies. We're trying to see what show to start. Uh, Ozark. We were recommended. A friend of mine uh, commented on our Instagram post about uh, I think it was Dark. Oh yeah, on yeah. Netflix. I heard about, it's it's kind of like a Stranger Things, I think. Right? Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. But no, I, I think it's like non-English, I think, right? Isn't it like a, I like don't a know. different... I, I, I never heard of it. I saw that you recommended it to me. And uh, I think I think I scrolled through it on Netflix. So that's something that maybe we could look at. We've just trying to, been trying to see what to watch. I'm I watching um, The Love Death Robots. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That, that one seems cool because it's like 20 minutes. It's You don't have to keep up it's with it. It's short stories. Yeah, it's and... short stories. Um. We were just talking about now before we started the show about Ozark. Ozark is getting like that last season, and it's like I think in two parts. It's like yeah, it's a fourteen episodes. Fourteen episodes, so it's just like two seasons in one, which I think is a smart move. I like that they're ending it. I've never seen Ozark. I heard it's amazing. They say it's like Breaking Bad. Yeah, I heard it's amazing, and I'm I like the fact that they're still even though it's so popular, like they're ending the story. Uh, Even though I have no idea what it's about. But it goes to show that they're not letting the popularity convince them to keep going and stretch out the story when it doesn't need to be stretched out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's awesome. I think that's I think that's gonna be my next big show to watch. I want to watch the the Sopranos too. Yeah, Sopranos. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, and you know, let's see. I think Ozark. I think I'm gonna go with Ozark for like my serious show. We saw. Um, I saw Ratatouille for the first time like last week. I hadn't never seen it. I don't know why. That was a great, uh, great movie. I mean, Pixar. Pixar did great there. Yeah, so the the cooking. 
And that movie is actually very accurate. Yeah, they said that movie is very accurate with all the details. Of course, it, Pixar is always detailed. And I loved what the movie had to say about, like, critics in general. You know? Uh, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was like... That scene with that critic, I was like, man, I was like, that's kind of like... Yeah, it's referring to food critics, but I, the overall theme of the movie is definitely about, you know, giving artists, like, a chance and, like, also, like, how easy it is to give negative criticism towards an artist, but not respecting the fact of how much, um, how much care and passion they put into it, you know? So I think that was a really cool theme for Ratatouille. Pixar always does well with that stuff. Yeah. And... I thought that was really great, especially the end of the movie. You know, the whole they gave a whole speech from the critic about critics, and it, it's it's really great. I think he said uh, even it was like a quote. Even the best like negative review from a critic, it's not worth. A, like you can have an average dish. In this case, it's talking about ratatouille. You can have an average dish, but that's worth so much more in value because of the passion and like hard work they put into it than. Just someone who just gives a negative, just then any any of the best reviews you can give as a critic, you know, because it's true. At the end of the day, someone is putting everything in something, and they're creating it for you to judge, you know, which is really cool, you know. So I, Ratatouille was really cool. I, I really liked it. I don't know why I'd never seen it. You had seen it before, right? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I had never. I don't know why. It was one of those that kind of slipped through, but it was great stuff. And it made me excited because I know um, Epcot in Orlando and Disney, they're doing a whole, like, ride for it and stuff like that. We saw Ratatouille. Um, I guess let's let's get into Scoob first. Uh, or should we talk about Fantastic Four? <sighs> Honestly, there's so much to say about it. It's ass. No, yeah, yeah. And no, let's talk about Scoob. Because Scoob, I did have a couple of thoughts on it. We saw Scoob. It was actually one of the recommendations we had on instagram uh on our last post i think it was like last week uh you know i i'm kind of like in the middle with it i think um it definitely has some funny moments yeah like there's some funny moments i i i, I don't know i it, i caught myself like laughing like really yeah, laughing i was, I was like, like oh that was funny i don't know why i'm laughing but yeah it's funny. like that was really funny um but i also felt uh it kind of dragged in the beginning i like the opening sequence with them as kids and how yeah. Scooby and Shaggy become friends, and how the whole group meet, and then the intro song, and all that. I thought that was great. Uh, but I think it was when uh, Scooby and Shaggy get, like, abducted. And, like, I, I think it was the fact that they were split up the whole time. Yeah. That I was kind of, like, it felt a little draggy. There yeah, are some and, funny and moments. And the story, I was like, oh, this is what The story's very, yeah, the story's very, like, big. Yeah, you know? I, I did not expect the story to go like that. I thought yeah. it would be more like grounded. Yeah, it's a very big story. It's like them just apart the whole time. Uh, the humor, it's a it's it's a kids film, so I'm not gonna. I, I definitely get that. Yeah. But there's some funny moments in it. I liked. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's it, funny. It was a little draggy in the middle yeah. when it was. You know, uh, I thought the the Blue Falcon could have been funnier. I like the idea of him. There was some parts that he was really funny. Yeah. But there, there was some parts that fell flat. I felt like he could have actually... I love the idea of him being like... Yeah, that, that, that was a missed... Uh, yeah, it was a missed opportunity yeah. there. It, there was funny moments, but it could have been... Like when he gets the wings and he, and he hits... I don't know why I, I found that funny. When he, he launches like, up. When he, he launches up, up, he hits yeah. himself over and over. Yeah, he has some why. funny moments. Uh, but I felt like the idea of the character, there's a lot of missed moments with him, you know? But the, I, I enjoyed it. The, uh, the One of the funnier scenes that... 
with Tracy that, Morgan. That yeah, was that Tracy Morgan? Yeah. He plays the little, uh, little kind of like caveman little in the caveman, little in the planet. And, and like one of the birds like shits on the floor. They pretty much drop like a hot turd. And they're like, oh and he's like, Oh, don't worry, if it lands on you, just rub it in. It's like lotion. <laughs> I don't know why. Like that I killed found, me. Like I don't know why I loved it. Because like, I just imagined like that character, that little meanie caveman character, like a rubbing. turd just dropping on him and he just like rubs it in. Yeah, I don't know why. It was really I think funny. the way he said it. It was delivered well. Yeah, like that 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 one stuck on me. Like I'm I still think about that line cuz it was yeah. really I don't funny. know. Yeah, it was weird. And um yeah, I I like the whole Scooby and Shaggy like that friendship storyline and stuff like that. But I just what well, the main issue I had I think was just that they were separate the whole time. Yeah. You know? And the story was a little like bonkers. Like it was like yeah, this whole thing. I, I was so confused by it. Yeah. And but and the sense it's like, oh, it's like oh it's about this big gate and like this demon thing. You know, that yeah, he, and he has the key. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like like them like like how he's in the show. Yeah, like like, like a simpler a simpler thing. Yeah, it's like this fake ghost or whatever. And I kind of want to watch the shows now just to see you know. Yeah, but I liked it. I um, the villain had like I don't know why that one scene with the villain Dick Dick. Yeah. He, uh, he kept saying Rick or something. Yeah, he kept, saying, he kept calling me Rick. He's like, no, it's Dick. Yeah, Dick. Like, what's going Dick. on here? What's going on here, Warner Brothers? Yeah, they really went all in. Because yeah, they really went all in with that Dick. Yeah, it was funny. It was a funny joke. Yeah. And the other, the funny one was at the end when he's in the when he get, finds his partner, his his dog. Yeah. Uh, and he thinks he's dead, and he's like crying, and <laughs> he's, the dog and the is dog just is crying. Like <laughs> he's laughing because he's acting dead to see what he does. <laughs> that was really funny too. Um, it, again, it had some funny moments or like one moment that was kind of a missed opportunity for me that I was like getting ready to laugh was when Fred's car breaks when it blows up and he's like looking at it and he's putting the shield on and yeah, they, they, that, that. they built it up perfectly, you know, mm-hmm. like him, like he was like, no, my car. And then, but I think the joke kind of fell flat when he just kind of got hit. Yeah. I, I felt like they could have done something else with it. Um, but it was funny. It has funny moments, like Fred with the, uh, the cop. What, yeah, the cop. But it was actually the villain in disguise. He's like, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like th- that stuff was funny. That stuff. It, it, it has funny moments. You know, the story is a little bonkers, but um, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I just didn't it, like that they were separated the whole time. A lot of the movie yeah. is. Let's go get Scooby and Shaggy. And Silent Cow is in the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's go get Scooby and Shaggy, <laughs> and then. They'll find Shaggy, but then now Scooby is kidnapped, so they gotta go. It's a lot of them just being separated, and Maybe then they come. Maybe they the sequel. Uh, yeah, they do sequel. sequel bait. They do sequel bait, which would be cool. Uh, if they did, I wouldn't mind a sequel. It works better as like like this type because I think a live action. Yeah, work. like the live action one. Uh, James Gunn. It was gonna be like this rated R. Like yeah. there was like a scene like the. And it makes sense because I when I watched the movie as a kid, the live you, action. You don't notice that. I never noticed the adult elements in that movie you know like uh the characters were just very sexualized and there was like sexual jokes and sexual tension or when um when shaggy's looking for his friends and he's like and he's like he's sniffing smelling. and then he's smelling the weed and then he sees them he finds them by <laughs> smelling like, the weed and they're like ah! <laughs> like i was like wow like look at it now it's like i remember in that beach uh scene with a girl yeah there's like a I like I know when I was little, I was like, man, I was like, this character is like, like now I look, I was like, man, this character's being very sexual. Yeah, but and again, as a when kid, I was little, you I brush it I, off. You yeah, know? but I was like, man, why is this character being so like sexual right now? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, 
And I, again, it was one of those things. It's crazy what editing can do to a movie. Because but now when you look at it now, it does have that rated R. Look. There's a rated R cut there because the studio backed out like last second and they just recut the movie to make it PG. Sucks. It's I would, crazy. I would love to see it yeah, R. it's crazy what editing can do. How you can make a what, movie because what if it's really funny? I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Like, but like, I can understand like it, it, it would Scooby-Doo. hurt the image of of Scooby Doo because imagine trying to watch this movie, the animated one, knowing that there's a rated R version. And it, you, you won't be able to see those characters the same. Man, because they're, they're trying to like, sexualize yeah. the movie. I was like, damn. So even if you try to watch the cart, like the watch it as a cartoon. We should, we should watch it. Yeah, like yeah, we probably should just rewatch them to see because they have them both on um, HBO they, they Max. Two parts, right? Yeah, on HBO Max. And then I don't know how that got a sequel. I don't know. I, I guess it made money. And yeah, the studio backed out last second. Uh, and it's crazy what editing can do, where you can cut it from this rated R film. To a PG, I never, but it still has those little rated R moments. Because I, 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 I never in the in the movie, I was seeing him in the castle. There's a guy, the guy that was chasing him. He's dressed up very weird. Mm. And I was like, man, something about this movie, like the outfits and stuff in this movie, is very adult like. Yeah, it, and I, I feel I, like I feel like there's some scenes where like with a guy in the castle, like I forgot the outfit that he was wearing, but I don't know. It's just you, you just see the vibes. Yeah, in that movie. it's very interesting. I, I would like to see. I would love to see a rated R. Yeah, cut. that rated R cut. You know. Um, Hopefully, they get the hashtag going. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And speaking of like with editing and all that stuff, how it can change a movie. And we're, just to talk about it briefly, because I'm not gonna do a full review on this movie, but the fant- we saw Fantastic Four last night as well. Snooze. Um, and. Man, I mean, this movie—it's forty minutes of build-up for the first act, and Three, then two minutes, of and fun. then third act, straight into the third act. It's an yeah. hour and thirty minutes. Is it like a whole middle? Where, the whole second act. Where's the second act? Like, where, yeah. where is it? It's gone. And we checked the time, and by the time they actually get their powers, it's maybe fifty minutes in. The villain doesn't come in till fifteen minutes before the movie, and he looks like ass. And. When they get their powers, there's just a year time jump explaining how they've been using their powers. And then, okay, now it's time to build the quantum machine again. To go back. To go back. And that's the third act where the villain and comes in. And that's the end. It's like, what? Where's the... Uh, this is my second time watching it. And it was just as confusing as the first time. Nothing happens, you know? And it's a shame because when we, we looked into it, Josh Trank... He said that there's a there's his version, but again the studio backed out, and they just decided they did massive reshoots, which you can tell, because Miles Teller and a lot of the scenes towards the third act, you can see the green screen. You can tell it's just him. Like, all right, let's get these shots in real quick, and go. And it's kind of disappointing because I'm though those first forty minutes are pretty solid, you know. Uh, and the elements of when Miles Teller's character, his powers, his arms are like stretched out, and it, it kind of has like that horror element to it, how scary that is, and it's like that horror sci-fi. All that was interesting, but then that the second half of the movie just completely off the rails. I mean, we saw the trailers, and all the trailer footage that you see is completely different from the final film. So much was cut out, and what we found out was that Josh Trank, the studio cut back 30 million last minute right before shooting so a lot of the action scenes had to be cut out which involved like the thing jumping in this battlefield and so 
from what we this from what we read up and what we saw, a lot of it was on it was to the fault of both sides. You know, Josh Trank didn't really react correctly. I mean, from what we heard and what they're saying, he lashed out at the studio completely, where he trashed his rental home that uh, the studio provided for him to go film. It was like a hundred thousand dollars in damages, and and it was. I mean, he almost got. He was getting in. Almost got in a fight with Miles Teller on set. He was. He blocked himself off on set in a tent. He didn't talk to anybody. I. My guess is that he was really upset that he can't tell his version of what he wanted to tell. Especially that you got approved. It was time to shoot. Yeah. There was. You can't do that though. Yeah, you can't do that. And there was rumors about the script not even being done because I guess there was a lot of reshoots, rewrites. And uh, but the studio also just kind of like decided, hey, we're cutting this back. We changed our minds, and that never <sighs> helps a movie because that movie that movie bombed. That movie bombed, and that never helps a movie. If if you stuck with if you decided on a vision, and a goal, just go all the way. Because if you Story. try to change what you already established and try to make into something else without preparation, you're just gonna make it bad. You know, Justice League had the same issue with the Zack Snyder cut now coming out. Uh, apparently, Suicide Squad had the same issue where they changed their minute last, changed their mind last minute. Suicide Squad ended up being what it was. Fantastic Four. Uh, I'm Scooby Doo is not really that case. I think it made enough money where they made a sequel, but it's Scooby Doo. You can get away with that. Yeah. But with these types of stories, you can't. You know. And it's a shame because the first forty minutes was pretty solid. Yeah, you, I, see you can it. see potential there. You know, uh, we never know. It's it was like a bold take. Because I remember the trailer, the color palette. Yeah, was, everything was different. And I was when I was watching the final battle, it was very dark. And, mm-hmm. and then when I see the trailer, it was bright. It was like those color, and there was like scenes with the sister yeah. holding someone crying. Yeah, yeah. So and then I don't, yeah, a lot of footage was just dude, cut the out. The fighting was so bad. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, the 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 whole all the footage in the trailer is just cut out. So there was there's a whole like. I'm assuming there's a whole a, second half of a movie there that's there, completely different. There's probably a good version of it. You can tell it, from what it looks like to me when I when we when we saw it was the second half like the second act of the movie Never they just happened. condensed it they cut it all out and just put it into that one scene where the generals recapping to us basically after the year time jump mm-hmm. what they've been doing and you see like they're watching the TV of what they've been doing and I feel like those were the actual scenes that were supposed to be in the movie and they just put it they just cut it to that. And then we just jumped into the third act. Like, the villain comes in 15 minutes before the movie ends. And he's such a bad villain. Because there's no... He doesn't do anything. He's like, oh, I just want to go back to my planet. Yeah. And he kills... The dad. The dad. The, and the, the guy, whatever. Very random. He's like, I just want to go back to my planet. Leave me alone. And, and then, then he kills the dad. And then they're like, oh, no, you didn't. And then that was it. They start fighting. They kill him. They really fight for two minutes. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. It was very odd. Yeah. Such a weird movie. But let's see what the MCU, what they do over there now. with Emily um, Blunt. Yeah, supposedly Emily Blunt, John Krasinski. John Krasinski matches as a Reed. I can see that. I just love Emily Blunt. So. <laughs> Anything she's in, I think. Yeah. So. so let's see. That would be cool. That would be cool. But yeah, that movie was very strange. I just wanted to like talk about it. Because it makes perfect sense with these when the studios try to change something last minute Whatever. and all that. But um, you can kind of, you can see the potential, you know. Good and cast. Josh Trank, the I fact do. that he tweeted right when the movie came out, my version is out there, but you'll never see it. I was like, man, that sucks. 
And he that just I'm sure bombed the he movie even more. He probably has it like it's done. It's there. It's, you can't see it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, or maybe not fully done. But well, they probably edited and, and probably like, like a VFX, Justice, like a Zack Snyder cut. Yeah, VFX and stuff like Release that. Release the but, train cut. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. MCU it's has done. it. Let's see what they do. Hopefully, yeah. they do well. Yeah. And uh, let's see what the MCU what does. The, I don't know what they're doing. But Disney. Uh, I really wanted to talk about Hamilton because, man, it's some—it's really impressive uh, what they did with that Broadway show. It's—I mean, it's popular. It sells out every time it goes on its tour for you know either in New York like, or in the Broadway super or for, expensive. if it goes around the world. Uh, yeah, it's very pricey, and but the production in that show is insane. High and quality. We saw it. Um, we saw it on Disney Plus. Fourth of July. Yeah, on the Fourth of July, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, and it was it lined up perfectly yeah, with you know, the show, which now it makes sense why they because I I had no idea what this play was about. I just saw Hamilton, that was it. So I had no idea what was coming, what to expect from this Broadway show. I thought it was like a play, like like they're acting. Like I didn't know I didn't know they're singing. Yeah, like your general like play, you know how they're acting it out. They're like, I didn't know it was a musical. I, I I didn't know. Yeah, I had like, no I didn't idea. Think it was a musical. And so a when part of they, me, if it was a musical, I was like, okay, it's just a regular musical. You know, I didn't think it was like this. So. But I, um, I mean, when they Disney announced this and when it came out, this Disney Plus got five hundred plus million new subscribers. I have a feeling that they probably did that because I have a feeling like their ratings weren't doing too well on Disney Plus in the sense of like they probably didn't have that no, many people. No, no, no. Disney Plus is doing well, but I think well, it's Well, now, just, yeah, because of Hamilton. But. No, 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 but even before they were doing well. Really? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, it was just... They don't have that much. Disney can... They, they, they can that, they're smart. You know? It, it I'm was surprised a good they even did it. They probably paid a lot of money. Uh, and, but it's paying off because now you're getting more people... Uh, but I'm surprised that Hamilton, like, they, they, like, they actually, like, wanted to yeah. do that because... They probably got paid well. I'm assuming, to be on Disney Plus, I'm sure they 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 paid them a good amount. Uh, but and, and that's a very popular show. So to buy yeah. the, like to own it, like rent it's a good it. opportunity. It's a good opportunity. Saw- we saw it, and man, I had I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea of I didn't anything. Know, I, I didn't know it was me singing. I was so blind on everything. So when it started, and I start hearing them talk in modern speaking you know like they, they they the the modern lingo like yo 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 and then they started rapping i was like what? it threw me off i was like whoa what's going on like yeah and then i started like realizing you know a few minutes in the show i was like oh like i thought it was so clever that they implemented modern music uh style to keep your attention. and lingo they implemented like the modern stuff musically with this I mean, old story of the, you know, this is old. This is his, historical, you know. So I love the fact that they mix the two together to bring it, to mix it. It's very clever. I've never really seen that before. And they did so well. I mean, they were, um, Lin-Manuel, uh, Lin-Manuel. Miranda? Mar- yeah, M- Miranda. I mean, I he, his name. he wrote it, the lyrics. Six years working on it. He stars in it, you know. He's Alexander Hamilton. This guy, I mean, they all did amazing. You know, the the, the it, it's a one big collaboration, and the production in this show is so amazing. And it, it's we saw some behind the scenes stuff 
yeah, the music the music director the the composer the composer the and all that and he was showing under the stage what they have and it's him he's playing the piano live they're playing the everything live under stage i was like man you have to make sure you're in sync the music you have to be playing the music in sync while the actor has to be in sync with you while also doing the choreography on point the person in control of the lighting has to make sure that the light switch changes for that you know when there's a scene that they look look this way the light flickers everything has to be on point that's so scary you know what i mean that's so impressive you have a guy playing live piano then you have lin-manuel remembering almost three hours worth of script you can't mess and up. it's not just script like he's acting he has to rap it out so he has to act and rap and i mean they're rapping like this like this is like eminem stuff you know what i mean it's really impressive and it was so they must have an earpiece or something but still but no still. but man there's no way he it's it's at that point it's like performing you're perform it's like performing a concert yeah but that's there but it's a lot harder because you're because, acting because as you well have to act yeah because you can't be laughing mm-hmm. or messing around and there was a part a scene when uh the king his musical cues were awesome i thought he did really good the da, da, dee, dee, da, da. he was funny like it was funny you know and but there was a, t- a point where he spit because he you know he was just singing and he was so, so in character and he spit on himself here, like on on his bottom lip. Anybody else's reaction would be to like wipe it off and keep going, but he literally just stayed in his zone. No, but you know what I mean. You're not. I think even uh, who who was playing Hamilton, I think he at one point very quickly he went like, I don't know if you saw that. No. Something I I forgot what happened, but he kind of like itched his nose real quick, and then like went like very quickly, and then just kept. Like performing when George Washington was talking to him, it was in the background, and even then that was him being like, like because it does it throws you it, uh, it you kind of get off character for a second, and the guy playing the king of uh, Britain, he, I don't know anybody else. I feel like their reaction would be to like, you know, I don't know, wipe it off or something. And he just kept going, and you see it like it's just there on his bottom lip, and I don't know, it's a, it's something so small. But it just shows the focus that these people are, you know what I mean? I don't even think they're aware of the crowd. It's just, you're just performing. Because remember, that beam of light is hitting your face. The crowd is just all black. You don't see anything until the lights turn on. Yeah. So imagine you're just performing. And that's such a big stage, you know? That's a really big stage. The production on this is amazing. The acting. High quality. The music. Uh... The way they used the stage, you know, and I thought the story was really well done. Uh, it's a t- almost a three-hour play, musical, and y- the fact that they used modern music like rapping and they made it very yeah. hip hop and stuff like that, it actually you're able to grasp the information more, and it, it, I don't know, it kept me more engaged as in, rather yeah. than the traditional approach. Yeah, because it would have been boring. You know, for some people maybe, but the fact that they added that and they mixed up this little style, it's really great stuff. I mean, and there's a lot of high actors in this. The music, the rapping, it was really cool. Yeah, and I, don't, I, it's, I, don't know, I don't know how they do that. 
There's so much. It's so in sync. Yeah, it's like you can't mess up. You have to go off stage, right? Maybe change your wardrobe, come back in at the exact cue because they're playing the music live. The person in control, the lighting is there waiting for the musical cue. Uh, it's just so many things that there's so many ways it could go wrong or you can misstep. And it's just per, it's just flawless the whole way. That's so impressive. I was honestly mind blown by the end of it. I mean, the part where they, they like did that reverse, where they're oh, like doing the, it backwards. The song of uh, I forgot one, uh, the, one sisters, of the sisters, the I mean, sisters, not, not daughters, um, sisters. Yeah. So uh, Hamilton had like two like love interests, and they were both yeah, sisters. And yeah, and then I was like showing from her point of view, and it was like rewinding. It was rewinding the previous scene of when he first met her sister. Yeah. And it was her view on it, and the fact that they were performing this live, like music. Music, choreography, dancing. Yeah, the people like moving in slow motion, and then like, they had them moving rewinding. at some points in slow motion. And it, the, I think the song was called "Rewind," because they're all dancing and it's fluent. But then it was all leading back to set it up again for the same exact scene. In a movie, it would just cut and show you the scene, the same scene again. But here, they had to act out the new scene of the song, and somehow find a way to. The choreography to, to bring come it back to come back around to bring it back to the same exact scene again. Then they reenacted the same scene again of him meeting the sisters, and then it was her her recollection on it. That's so impressive. And there was some points I think they were moving like in slow motion, like if it was kind of rewinding yeah. or when certain characters got shot, they would drop in slow motion, like if they, you know, like if they're dying and then the stage is circling and they're moving in circles, and then it was just flows right into the next scene. I mean, that's impressive. And I know for a fact watching it uh, on TV and watching it in person, I know it's two different experiences for sure. I can only imagine how it must be seeing it live. If you have good seats. Seeing it live must have, must be mind-blowing, you know. Because uh, even watching it on TV, by the end of it, I was like, wow. Especially the ending. You know, it's a great story. It, it tells the story really well. It's really engaging. You're actually learning about this, like you're you're gathering the information. Because I know some musicals, you kind of sometimes you can kind of just zone out. And you're just like, you know. But here, you're actually understanding what's going on in a really interesting way. Especially that it's very historical. You know, not a lot of people would find that interesting. But the fact that they implemented this modern stuff to make it interesting was really cool. This is high level. This is like Broadway stuff right there, man. Yeah, I mean, Broadway. that's like high level. It was really awesome. It was really great. I don't know how they do it that many times, though. Yeah, know. it's they they run. They do it in runs. They just go for it. Can I get tired? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. really great stuff, man. I they mean, have to do it like every... Yeah, a couple times a week, maybe. A couple maybe. times a week. Yeah. It's so like... Yeah. It's, it's really impressive. I mean, it's really well done. So well done. And yeah, I, I was actually invested in the story. You know, and the ending was great. And the acting by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And the fact that he wrote this stuff and he has to, he's rapping it and acting it. It's really good. It's really good. Um, man, I, 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 it's something I, I would actually want to see it again, like in person. If I could see it, a Broadway show, if I could see that eventually at some point that would be great because i know in different locations it's different actors mm. and i heard i think we saw on uh the Schmodown. 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 um 
some people who saw it in Chicago were like, oh, yeah, the person who played the king, he, was well, right. he kind of flopped. Fun. Yeah, but then people in New York are like, oh, my God, what do you mean? And that's the one that we saw uh, with the main actors, and he killed it. He was so funny but that's because of how that's still the... he was. That's what they were saying. The other king in Chicago, that he, he was kind of moving too much so that when he does do that little movement thing, you know that little movement dance with, with the shrug on his shoulders that it didn't, it wasn't as effective because, and the one that we saw, he was so still, so he was just like you know his eyes only his eyes were moving. He was singing and I don't know it was really like catchy his music, and then so when he does move his shoulders or he does it it, it catches you you know, I don't know it was really it was great stuff you know, uh, just from a musical play standpoint Broadway, yeah. it was great. You know, uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, definitely watch it because. Yeah, watch it. Because I don't know how long it's going to be, be there for. I don't know how long they'll keep it. I'm sure it's going to be for some time. Yeah, I'm obviously. sure it's going to be for some time. And there is like a 30 minute uh, discussion through, like with the, the actors and crew, but it's through Zoom call. I don't like that. So it's not really it's not... an actual round table, which is kind of a bummer for me because I love. Um, you know, like those roundtable discussions, like the Mandalorian uh, making and stuff yeah, like so that. Yeah, so I was like, it's Zoom. So like, yeah. one, so yeah, one person with a bad yeah. you know, connection. And like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate that. So, but it's really well done. We saw, I saw an interview um, with the creators, like the director, the choreographer, Lin Manuel Miranda, the, the playwright, and the musical director, and they were all saying how it was kind of like this weird miracle of like they just all understood each other's vision. And they were able to just collaborate so well. There was not many differences where they they were all on the same page in a way where, and it does, it shows in the play. I mean, it's really good. The, the choreography is great. The music. Yeah, just, you have to know your, your dance moves. Then you have to know the lines. Then you have to act. And you have and to you know can't... what you're rapping. Because it's not just memorizing lines like, a movie. Because yeah, a movie, you mess up, you do it again. This, you mess up, you have to like. You improv. are performing a live three-hour movie, and it's not just a movie; it's a musical. Don't, don't... It's really great stuff. Because imagine like, like a halfway play. Like it a... makes sense. It could happen. I think they want to make it happen. I don't yeah. know about now, but man, because imagine like a three. This is three hours. Imagine like a halfway mm-hmm. play, like three hours. Yeah, it's like damn. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, it, okay. I, Broadway is one of the main things I really want to. Uh, see you know they, they don't do that because you have to watch it in person that's the thing they don't yeah they don't really show but that, it's like, awesome that disney plus the biggest play they got this right yeah it's a smart move uh business-wise but also because that was like the, like they filmed in 2016 yeah it's from 2016 but it's also great that they did this for people like us that can't watch it maybe they can't go and you're seeing the best performances right there like that that's is the, top of the top yeah you got the creator of the show like the i would play. love to see the king kong one yeah there's a king kong i think there's like aladdin lion king there's some there's some great ones i want to see the king kong and the harry potter one yeah you know uh so yeah guys it's really great the story flows really well um it's long but it's a play it's what you would expect that's yeah. what you go to broadway for that's what you pay the top dollar for um i thought the ending was uh, super engaging there the, i won't spoil it but there's like a duel right and the the it's just so well done because again you have the stage circling so the actors are still and like when they shoot there's like an actor playing as like the like if they're holding the bullet 
and as the bullet is coming towards the actor, uh, that actor is like singing and like expressing their thoughts in that moment, and it's like all like this real time slow motion thing going on. But it's them; they're performing this live. There's no visual effects in a movie where you can cheat this stuff. This is all live. So when they have to act like if they're moving in slow motion, they're moving in slow motion. It's really impressive, man. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely, definitely watch it because it's it's a really cool experience. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, and, you know, of course, there's always going to be uh, factual stuff that are incorrect. And I think even Lin-Manuel talked about it. He's like, look, it's a three – Two hours and 40 minute play, and you have to condense that as much as you can. If you do want to, see, you know, learn the whole story, I think there was like a, what, four hour documentary that we saw on YouTube or something like that. Oh, I, I, I saw something like that on YouTube, like on the whole Alexander Hamilton story. But what they did here was really impressive. With the, mm-hmm. Even like the battle scenes, they, uh, they implemented with music and. The story just floats so well. Yeah. You know? I mean, should we rate it? Do you want to give it a rating? I have to give it a 10. Because yeah. like that, that, that's not easy to do. It's just so impressive. Yeah. That, that's I can't like, even. I, 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 I don't like shitting on plays because it's like I can't do what those people do. That's impressive. Because like acting in a movie is completely different because you mess up. Okay, you do it again. You can have 30 takes. But you are they are performing like you a fuck three up on this. hour. It, imagine what if something happens to the composer. A piano breaks or something. Like one of the or keys. an actor. He trips or he pulls a muscle. Like literally. Like, or he, or he chokes shits. on his saliva. He, he has the shits. Yes. I always thought about that. Like, man, what do you do? Big, you're you're in the middle of they, a big play. I I want to guess, like they must cleanse out before. Yeah, they have to. They have to. I, like they must be so like they don't have to eat be so like, in... like don't eat anything. Mm-hmm. Just don't eat anything. So your body doesn't. You get... don't want Hamilton eating a nice burger, right before or a nice don't New York miss pizza. Mike. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, you think not? What do you do? You well, can't I, stop. Well, well, what what they do do is they have like tricks to it, which like you notice like. You know, when Hamilton comes out, then, like, it's a whole scene with this other guy. Yeah, so yeah, that they have little him... moments of, of breaks. But, I mean, the Hamilton actor, he's he's, mostly... he's in a lot. The one who did really good was that George Washington guy. But George Washington, that, he has some good scenes. I was like, damn. Yeah, was... everybody everybody in this does great. It's good stuff. I mean, yeah, there's always facts, facts that are incorrect. Probably, yeah, but. there's some things that are left out or whatever, but that's n- I didn't find that a big deal because at the end of the day, it's it was just an entertaining, it's a play. Yeah, great it's a play. You can't musical. Do, you can't do everything at once. I've always thought about that. What do you do, man? Everything has to be so in sync. What if you just one little misstep? Or have a power outage. You know what do you what do you do? Not a power outage because there it's like okay, it's not our fault. But yeah, but I don't I don't know. But that was like like you're mid like you're about to like like, like a you're cue midway. of like what if the light the spotlight doesn't hit you or the spotlight doesn't work. What if it's probably breaks? Going. Yeah. Or what if you do have to go to the bathroom? In the middle of a musical cue, you're on a high note. Oh, <laughs> oh my pants. <laughs> what do you do? Or one of those Do you compo- have to just suck it in? Because we saw the composer in the body. We saw a crowd. What if one of those guys falls? Like he trips. Yeah. And like he breaks something that. Well, what is it? Like the guys that they have backups. It's like one, oh yeah, they have backup power. Yeah, they have and backup yeah. one like so one thing broken here. All right, switch to the other. That's impressive, one. man, for that musical director. Dude, and that composer, he literally has to. He's watching them live. He has a camera watching the stage. Yeah. 
Then he's reading and they're like watching his notes, him, like watching, watching his musical well. cue. And then, he, then like people with the drummer, bass, guitar is watching a camera that's sh- watching the uh, um, composer. Yeah. So then you have to just all. That's all and in then, cue. So they're because they're, they're for making, three hours. They're, they're making the beats for the actors on top. And also like and and, and with the guy who's saying the composer also there's there's like a like a, like a latency issue where you're pressing a key. Yeah, you press you the key and you probably don't even hear for to like a, a few seconds. So there's like a delay. So that I feel like that mentally just throws you yeah, off. Yeah, he said that it took some time for him to get adjusted because like he's pressing that key, then there's no sound until a until, few seconds. Until a few seconds. So then like like you have to make sure you're That's still so on scary because you it has to be on cue with the actor. That's the main thing. It's impressive stuff, man. It's impressive stuff. If you guys haven't saw it, uh, haven't seen it yet, check that's it just, out. That's just tough. Man. Check it out. It, I, it's high. That's like high quality production right there. That's why I can't criticize. It's it. so hard I mean, to you, like. It's hard to criticize. You are like, performing a th- live three-hour play. You have to memorize three hours worth of a script, and it's not just script talking dialogue. It's rapping. a musical. You have to rap, sing, dance. Dance. You have to memorize all of that live, and, and then like you have to go change wardrobe. wardrobe. All that you have to memorize all of that in in a three hour play live, and you can't mess up once because the e- second e- even you, those those backup dancers too, they have to be on cue when they bring up prompts. When to get out? When to move the prop away? When to spin the stage? When to like? I think I, can't. I, I don't know if that was a mistake in the play when the dancer put the chair. No, no, I think that was part of his uh you joke. Think? Like he was like. He went, like, to put the chair there. I think that's what... Cause I, I it's, like, kind of him being snobby or something. Like, yeah, give me my I mean, chair. Maybe. But I thought about that, too. It's like, oh, was that... I don't think so, though. Because, again, when if a mistake that happens, they just play it off yeah. as part of it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'm sure seeing it live is so much better. Because here, we did get, like, camera cuts. But also, it does help you see the acting. You do appreciate the acting a lot more because the camera's right in their face. So you're seeing the emotion. Well, the, do they see that camera? No, no, no. It's probably just a really good, uh, you know, good camera like, where from from a distance. But here you do get camera cut, so they kind of cut it like a movie. So you can't really enjoy like the full presentation of the stage. You can't appreciate the yeah. background stuff as much because they are focusing on whoever is singing at the time or whoever it's on. Sometimes you do get a full shot of the whole stage, but it does help you appreciate the acting a lot more. Because you see the actor's face right there as opposed to sitting in the stands. And you can see their emotion and you can tell they're singing because their veins are popping. But I'm sure seeing it in person is a whole different experience because you're there. You see the stage, you, the music. But again, it's, all, it's, it's two but, different but experiences. I don't, I don't know how the, the seats work there, but it's like if you have like a bad seat and you can't really like see that well. Well, you're, no, no. You can probably see well, but again, you're just at a distance. You know, it, it's a, all different experiences. Yeah, uh, this experience was definitely honestly, really the cool. the best experience would probably be watching out at your own home. Just in the sense I don't of, know. Uh, it's two different yeah, but experiences. Ju- again, but in the sense of you're seeing, like, the for that, acting. Yeah, for that, yeah. But in the sense of the experience and the, the experience, spectacle. Oh, yeah, it's always yeah. better in person. So it's, like, two different things. But, I mean, it was great. That was great. It was great. But, um, yeah, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you for listening uh, from wherever you're listening from. As always, we appreciate it. Check out our Instagram uh, at under three underscores cruising. Check us out on Twitter at cruising films. We're always posting news articles and stuff like that with anything that's going on entertainment wise, and keeping you guys updated. And follow us on Twitch. We're streaming 
pretty often now uh, at uh, Cruising Streams. And, yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. And until the next one, goodbye.